0: Honey, cage, Keno, Luke, Kangra, and Scorpion, Sonia, Blade, Sub Zero, Koro, Shang, Zorak, Baraka, Jax, Kintaro, Kitana, Kung Lao, Mille, Nunchuck, Butts, Shao Kahn, Buk, Chameleon, Cyrax, Er, Mac, Double, Mothra, Nightwolf, Protector, She Hulk, and Del Striker Jinquanji Shinoxa, Lina Jericho, Kaibi, Reiko Tanya Tremor, Lipo Raicho, Drumming, Buster's Half-Lutin, Kenshi Lee, Mame Mavado, Mocap, Moloch, Katara, Ashra, Dairo, Darius, Havoc, Hotara, Kira, Koma, Onaga, Shijinko, Digon, Take, Thunderbora, Cassie Cage, Aaron Black, Ferrator, Jackie, Risko, Tulkan, Funjin, Takeda, Tribe, Force, Atreon, Scarlet, Gareth, Welcome to Mortal Podcast, I'm your host Ben Meckler, and this is the show where I walk my friends through the entirety of Mortal Kombat lore from the perspective of a single character. Today, i got a very special guest for you, Long Requested. Mm. We got him from Blank Jack, he's a staff writer of The Atlantic, David Sims, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. I, I'm requested? Yeah, you are. You were requested. Cool. Uh, hi, yeah. thanks for having me. Just the completionists. They are like, you already had Griffin, so if you could sure. just... It's bothering me that he hasn't been on yet. You only got half of the blank check crew, so yeah. How
1: many episodes have you done? I'm have sorry. I done
0: of this show? Of this show. Um, I think Man, I saw the other day, like... Like sixty-five. How many is this
1: finite? Like, can there be? Is there a point at which you'll just done everyone and there's nothing more to do? Or yeah, yeah. Until the next game comes out. This is
0: as of at you know. Listen, as of now, as of the time of this recording, this is the final season of the show. Um, This is
1: it. This is this is whoever's left. Are they from the new one? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm gonna sound very stupid
0: um that's Kombat. okay uh this this is uh this is the character we're talking about today is for mortal Kombat 10 the most sure. recent game was 11 okay but I, i'm kind of putting i'm kind of putting them together and shuffling them for this season because um they both introduced like a smaller amount of characters so it was like they couldn't really stand on their own yes in terms of the new characters they brought into the fold so uh I, i'm kind of just mixing them up for one supersized season all right. So who we got? I don't even know who it is. Or is that a big reveal? Should I wait? It's a huge reveal okay, that people okay. have already had revealed to them from By looking the at the, the title episode. on the right. podcast. Yeah. Um well, we'll talk about it before we dive in, though. I'm curious, like, you know, you said you were you thought you were going to sound um, stupid and that may be so. But um, just in terms of like your relationship to Mortal Kombat, I'm curious, like have you played the games are you are you a gamer to begin with are you familiar with the lore at all is it just the movies just the films
1: i I am i'm a fairly big gamer and always have been i um have certainly played mortal kombat i feel like i have not really played a mortal kombat after three like one two and three i was the perfect age i was a young Mm -hmm. lad Yep. Uh, you know my friend had it my, I wasn't allowed to have Mortal Kombat but my friend had it and you'd go over there and you would you know do the stuff but I was, ne- I was never good at it like I'm good at Street Fighter not to should I not be invoking Street Fighter on this podcast probably not yeah don't fucking say that shit ever
0: on this show yeah no it's okay uh, you, can, you just can't say Blanca but yeah go ahead
1: well you just said it Um, I was <laughs> bad like whereas like Mortal Kombat I have never been like I don't I don't have some sort of like a you know, the sort of zen adeptness you need with the controller that, you know, to get me to whatever next level. But I I loved Mortal Kombat. I love playing Mortal Kombat. I have certainly seen all three movies. I have not mm-hmm. so much seen any animated movies or anything, you know.
0: Animated series? No. I've only live seen action the three series movies. No, there's Web a live series? action series? Yeah, dude. Okay,
1: sorry. If you want, if you
0: want, there's a there's a uh, I wouldn't say a spinoff, but a show another podcast created by listeners of this podcast who met in the discord for the Patreon subscribers. Cool. They made a podcast called called MK PodQuest that covered every single episode of the live action series. Uh, And it is it is a great it is a great great show. Mortal Kombat
1: Legacy. Is that what we're talking about?
0: No. Mortal Kombat Legacy was the web series uh, that oh, was a spinoff of the, um, like, spec. Oh, I see. It's Conquest. Digital right. well, short. That makes, that makes sense. Conquest was the live-action television show that was arguably canon to the original two live-action movies.
1: Very cool. But set uh, before
0: featuring uh, some characters we'll talk about today, actually.
1: Um, that's fun. I have not seen kind of. that. I have seen... Mortal Kombat, the original film, which I think is an excellent film. I've seen Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which I think is one of the most spectacularly inept major Hollywood yeah. releases of all time and is kind of incredible, Pretty incredible. for yeah. that reason. It is an amazing mm-hmm. thing to just watch right I'm sure this is brought up before, but just to, to go from one to the other with no break yeah. is incredible because they they pick up right where it left off and it's yeah anyway, the the drop it's off it's instantly is
0: just you're in an episode of the Power Rangers yeah, <laughs>
1: uh yeah hundred percent right uh and then I you know I saw the 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 new one, in lockdown and had a good time with it, but I remember I mean, it's one of those like lockdown movies that it's like, like it's like a haze for me I don't really I know yeah. I I, w- I was like. Maybe my kid was like two months old, maybe. So I think like I was just like very out of it. Like I don't think I retained much of it. Yeah. I should watch it again. Were you positive on the new movie? Um,
0: I saw it. Um, cool. Yeah. Brag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I saw the movie. Um, no, congrats. <laughs> cool. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> they're
1: making another one, right? They're They're doing a they sequel. They are. Yeah.
0: yeah, bring him uh, back, bring him back the director, presumably the star, um, who actually I found out today, Louis Tan, who starred in, uh, in in Mortal Kombat 2021, uh, also played the character we're talking about today in the Mortal Kombat 10 video game, uh, uh, Kung Jin. Okay,
1: okay. Oh, that's who we're talking yeah.
0: about? That is who that's we're talking it. about. I don't think it's a spoiler to tell you considering Kung you Jin played the game he's in. Yeah.
1: Is he in the movie? Is he... In, he's uh, not no okay all right okay fair enough he is actually
0: I'm only in mortal Kombat 10 they didn't even bring it back for 11 for is, some that's reason brutal.
1: that's sad yeah so yeah. you're giving me a real fucking weirdo can i swear I well that.
0: uh you definitely cannot cuss on this show fuck no oh, okay. um <laughs> uh yeah he you know what's wild is i think he's a great character who's tied into like continuity of the (laughs) whole the whole series um and uh also in some ways is like it presents a lot of like firsts for the mortal kombat franchise um and i I genuinely have no idea why he didn't come back (laughs) he's like Uh, one of the most interesting additions Um, does anyone know like is there
1: a lot of is it a fairly opaque process like how these decisions are made who's in charge
0: I've talked to some people who've worked on the games, and there have been a lot of people who've worked on the games on the show before. Um, but best I can, tell, I don't have a super clear answer to why Kung Jin d- didn't come back. But best I could tell would be like there just wasn't room. Sure. In the story they were telling, because um, yeah. Eleven, the most recent game, was like mm-hmm. a whole. It's like a whole thing where it was like all these characters from the present. Lore and all these characters from the past brought into the present are taking up different factions and like kind of going to war with each other, and like it was a whole there's a lot going on. So I and imagine then, they just didn't have time.
1: And then you can also be like Robocop or whatever, but that's and important. you could be Robocop. Right, right. No, that's only in like. Multiple well,
0: some programs. would argue it's yeah. very important that you could be Robocop. But, uh, it is very important. Uh, yeah, it was. But like, it they're was not making. Notable content. Yeah.
1: They're not making the effort to be like. Here's how Robocop fits into the the narrative of Mortal Kombat.
0: No, they're making no effort to. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I make that effort, and I could tell you, but um, but that wasn't part of the the story mode. No. I mean,
1: my console. But so I've always liked Mortal Kombat. I love that there's a guy who says, Mortal Kombat! I think that's great. Oh, I yeah. think more games should do yeah. that. Um, and I've always admired like the simplicity of the original game's premise. But then I'm also aware that it's like, actually, I feel like I talked about this with Nick Weiger. Have you had Nick Weiger on this show? He's a gamer. I
0: haven't had Nick on. I should have Nick on. You should have Nick on. I think I've asked him before, and then I forgot to follow up. But I right. should have Nick on.
1: Um, and, like, he was, like, I think the deal with Mortal Kombat is, like, that, like, despite the many, many games and the many, many spinoffs, like, there is, like, basically one unified storyline that they are all, oh, yeah. like, feeding. Like, there's no effort to reboot or throw things out or whatever. Like, it's all in there. Like, it's one big well, it, well,
0: it's, it, they took the Star Trek approach. So, after Mortal Kombat uh, Armageddon... They had a game that was like, the world almost ended, and then Raiden. I'm sure you're familiar with Raiden. Raiden uh, sends a message back in time to his younger self to like make, try to try to make things go a different way so that the world didn't end like violently, and so um, they did a game where where you do play through the story of the first three Mortal Kombat's again, um, but. As a with with Raiden in the mix as someone who kind of remembered some of the things that happened after those games, because um, he had sent a message back in time to his younger self, so it, it, it did the Star Trek thing where it was like everything that happened did happen. But and this also is happening. Sure, sure. There's sure. Okay. new things happening. Yeah, layered on top. It's um, interesting.
1: Yeah. I mean, here's my perception of Mortal Kombat. It's like when I was a kid, it was the cool, gross. You know, sexy, violent challenger to all family friendly video gaming. And it was so crazy. And we loved Mortal Kombat. And then we loved Mortal Kombat 2, the sort of like pure masterpiece, right? Or is that a crazy opinion? Oh,
0: yeah.
1: And then Mortal no, Kombat I think a lot 3 of was great. Yeah. Right? Mortal Kombat yeah. 3 was like, th- things are still going good. And then by the time I was like a teenager, so we're talking more like the late 90s. Uh, Mortal Kombat had become incredibly uncool and lame and had like fallen out mm. of like popular favor. Like Mortal Kombat four was sort of a disaster. Right. And there was all these like weird spin offs and it wasn't working. Am I wrong? I think
0: you fell in with a bad crowd, well, but I sure. think that's what it is. That, yes. yeah, yeah. 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 I think, um, generally speaking, people did not love Mortal Kombat four did consider it corny. I think. Yes. Um, and not successful, and, and like it wasn't keeping up in the transition of 3D. And then I think, yes, right, and it was right, like Tekken,
1: and like whatever, there were new fighting games that were the new hotness, and that was just sort of like, yeah, you know, I mean, fuck Tekken, but cool yeah, to. yeah, I think kind yeah. of agree with you, fuck Tekken, like Tekken never really fuck worked Tekken. for me, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah it's but it's a bunch of bullshit, um, but uh. Yeah, I think I think people look at the what they call now the 3D era. So the mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. the the one like N64 era game, and then the uh, three like Xbox, GameCube era games. Um, I think people look at that. Yeah, derisive, looked at it derisively at the time and felt like Mortal Kombat was like a little cartoony and lame and and behind the times like culturally. Now I think it's like the prequels, the Star Wars prequels, where now um, people have some. There some, are all the people uh, fondness, who, right? Yeah, yeah. I think all the people who loved them then, love them now, and then I think I think there's like a new wave of people who found them now and are like, oh no, this is awesome, this is sick. Um right. Yeah. And then I and like then there are I remember from those games in the movie that came out in 2021, like Natara the vampire, like she was from the 3D era, her. from like some of the most derided games in the series. Yeah.
1: I just, I. Um, I remember when I guess is it the the sort of relaunch like Mortal Kombat like the ninth yeah, game or whatever, whatever it was. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, it was that thing that's happened so many goddamn times with my generation, where it's like, well, you're all grown-ups now. We're gonna give you the the old game in a in a fun, you know. We're gonna relaunch it and we're you know gonna hit your nostalgia buttons, and then Mortal Kombat was cool again. And by the time yeah, the movie was coming was out, it, it was happened. just like, yeah, yeah, like Mortal Kombat's cool again. We all agree, Mortal Kombat is great. Do you remember Eternal Champions? That's a deep. Yeah. Cut. Does anyone remember Eternal Champions? It was Eternal like rip off
0: of Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah. And it, like huge, was chunkier, and more pixely, and uh, very pixely, yeah, very big
1: sprites that were like two thirds of the screen almost. And I remember yeah. I used to read comic books. I still. Well, I don't actually read comic Oh, right heard now, of but, them. You know, yeah, I, yeah. But like, and you know, comic books would have ads for about video games that were geared towards teenagers, and like and the during Eternal, that time,
0: we're also psychotic. Yeah,
1: and we're psychotic. And the Eternal Champions yeah. ads would be like, check out this picture of you know Blade or Midnight. You know, one of our fighters, like yeah, Johnny Cage would pee his pants. Like you know, like they would like. <laughs> come at mortal combat characters as if they were real people like you know and i yeah, always I love thought, Sco- scorpion couldn't stand a chance against wait now i have to look up more uh against
0: trident
1: or trident slash what about slash
0: slash No, they just, got guns I'm, and roses slash
1: th- yeah it was guns and roses and he did he did uh uh give up his image rights for it and everything i am now That's in huge. this in this mode, where I am just remembering every fighting game, because it really was like the golden age of fighting games post Mortal Kombat, trying to be more scary and badass, right?
0: Yeah, like oh, and yeah. so there it, was that. It got out of hand, yeah.
1: Uh, and you remember Primal Rage? I'm sorry that I'm just taking this. I love Mortal Final Kombat, Rage. but
0: dinosaurs. Um, yeah, what else did they have? They had the Jackie Chan one, um, where you could do a fatality on everyone except for Jackie. Oh, um, I don't
1: remember that one. Yeah, 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 okay. Uh was there a basketball yeah. player who had a fighting game? Was it Shaq? Did Shaq have Shaq Fu? Uh, was that
0: it? That was a brawler. That, but yeah. That, that was did. a bra-
1: That was a brawler. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah, I guess Primal Rage was You a might big be thinking
0: of Barkley me. Shut Up and Jam Guyden. The uh the, the JRPG. I
1: did, starring I, Charles Barkley? I've never seen have never played and am, am vaguely aware. Yeah, I just it's Pretty yeah. good. Oh man, Primal Rage! I should fire up Primal Rage again. I bet you Primal Rage stinks. You know what else I loved? Yeah, it's probably And, bad then, we play about, and then we can talk about. Then we can talk about Mortal Kombat and this wonderful character.
0: Yeah.
1: There was a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game specifically for the Game Gear, which I owned. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I okay, still. Rich. Thi- yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Well, actually, it was because my parents had convinced themselves that like the Game Boy mm-hmm. would hurt my eyes. And, like, I guess they were just like, but this Game Gear with its color and its backlit screen is safe for you. And now I that look back and I was like, I was looking at, like, insane. a two-inch CRT
0: screen. <laughs> like, like how could that possibly have been good for my I eyes? love, I love that your parents were like, we got to get him some better graphics. Like, I think they the must Game have thought, Boy like, his eyes. right,
1: he'll be straining his eyes to be looking at, like, a Game Boy screen. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, like, it's not, like, I don't know, Game Gears are insane.
0: How's your uh, eyesight now? do you have do you wear contacts do you wear glasses
1: 2020 vision my friend dude i think your parents were right they might have been I right had,
0: i had a hand-me-down game boy and you're looking at me right now what am I? what do i have on my face glasses
1: uh big yeah, ones you do. you do you've got
0: glasses on yeah. your face
1: i wasn't gonna point it out I wasn't gonna draw attention but it's
0: okay uh, you know. You know, I've, I've dealt with it I've, I've i've made peace with it
1: uh But, uh, you know, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which is a fighting game on the Game Gear specifically, because I think there are various other, you know, tie in games for that series, really rules. And I have recently replayed it and like was like, yep, this is as good as I remember. You could be any of the Power Rangers. You could be any of the monsters. You could be any of the Zords. There was a cool story mode. There was a great just, you know, one on one mode. It was great. Anyway.
0: That's could you it. be Saban? Like the himself, like the executive?
1: Uh yeah, you could of course be Heim Saban, the famous executive. Uh, That's right. No. <laughs> be cool if you could be Zordon. <laughs> you're just like you're just chilling in the tube. I don't know. I don't but know. But like what yeah, like the,
0: maybe you could you could be the weird like little cocoon Zordon from uh when he gets killed in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. Yes. When he gets assassinated and he's um, yeah, I
1: remember that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's like in a weird like bl- blanket, and he looks like uh, when Darth Vader takes his mask off at the end of Return of the Jedi.
1: That, and I remember being a little freaked out about it, honestly.
0: It really bothered me. Yeah. I was, what, like five, six when that movie came out? I yep. was like, wait, Zordon's like a weird old slug man yeah, in a tube? Yeah,
1: weir- weird makeup, yeah. I he thought he was like
0: projecting a message from like another planet or from far away or something. I didn't. Yeah, it's realize weird he was that there's someone in, in there. there. Why is that yeah. his
1: life? Like that—that that does not make sense. <laughs> now that I think about it, uh, Power Rangers yeah. never made any sense. So whatever.
0: That's the only thing that didn't make sense. Everything else made perfect sense. Everything else about was it, logical. Is, the Zordon tube yeah
1: but that game absolutely ruled also
0: was lord zed naked or was he wearing clothes i wasn't lord sure. zed
1: was wearing like a sort of like a bdsm harness right he was a naked he was naked to the point that he had no skin he was yeah right he was blood vessels essentially and then he had this like crazy metal harness on that was it
0: yeah that he was like a clive barker like leather daddy situation
1: he was kind of cool i remember yeah the upgrade from no offense to rita repulsa who you know None at all. Had a lot of tood and was really fun. Yeah. But as a kid, fun the upgrade... Fact, the woman who played
0: Rita oh, Repulsa yeah. plays the Queen of England in uh, Kung Fu Panda, The Dragon Knight. Is she good? Now on Netflix. She's phenomenal. Yeah.
1: That's, she. I mean, she's so much fun as Rita Repulsa. She's mm-hmm. a blast. But the upgrade from, like, sort of wacky witch to, like, you know... Exposed brain with like a red visor and like the claws, yeah. and a you know, like it was just like a really scary upgrade. That's all,
0: yeah. So, suddenly, it was like, What if a wet brain was a guy wearing armor?
1: Like, who was um, yeah, Lord Zed was is a, a pretty big, name too. yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, and then they were like, What if it's like an old Borscht Belt comedian who's got like weird purple tentacle beard uh for the movie? That's brought uh, what's Ooze. Ooze,
1: yes, right. I remember that, yeah i think that was around know, was where i tapped out of power rangers i saw that first movie
0: yeah same yeah, yeah. um anyway this has been uh power rangers podcast love Thank it for listening everyone i mean you could um, pivot to that
1: there's, there's that's a deep I well could. there's all kinds of freaks in that it is franchise. it
0: is i will say uh i don't need to pivot really i think this is about all the time i have for podcasting sure. <laughs> it's a sure. sh- sure. show Sure. Yeah, and then when it's over, I'll take a I'll take a rest. I'll I'll climb into my uh, lord's or my my zordon tank. And, yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: You'll recharge. That's good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. so to just to sum up, yeah, my mortal Kombat experience very much was enjoyed it as a young person. Have not dipped in too much since. Have not played the new games because I always regret buying the new fighting games because I end up yeah. playing them for like twenty minutes. Like I just never have the patience to put in the time to get really good at them. So I always avoid them but it's always seemed fun that you could be sub-zero but you could also be you know rambo or whatever like that's always seemed perfectly delightful
0: to me have um, you played any of the modern story modes for the no. mortal kombat games I okay i think you'd really dig it because no. they okay. i don't know if you know about how they do it nope i don't but they kind of like NetherRealm, which is now the name of the studio that develops the games um mm-hmm. they kind of revolutionized like story mode for fighting games where they basically you you you're pretty much watching a movie. So it's like cutscene will happen and then um inevitably two people will square off to fight for some reason and sure. then you'll play that fight. And then when you win, you move on to the next cutscene. Um and they do it in a cool way where they kind of like round robin it between the characters where like you'll play through a section of the story where Kang Jin is is the, the point of view that you're in, and right. you'll play like five fights over the course of that chunk of the story and then it'll switch to the perspective of somebody else Mm -hmm. um but it's really cool and it doesn't require being good which is great because i can't i've never been good at uh any video games let alone fighting games but um i do really enjoy the story mode which are now like crazy like high budget like blockbuster movies basically that you can play through the action scenes of it's fun i would
1: i would do it i mean like yeah it is funny because for fighting games i literally my only thought of a story mode is just like, now we're going here to fight this person. Like, there, there's no story. Like, the sort of Street Fighter thing of like, it's just like, Thailand. And you're like, okay, okay, yeah. who's in Thailand? And it's like, well, this guy, you're going to fight him. That's it. Like, no more. I know. And then I know you read the instruction manual, you get you get watch the backstory yeah. exactly like i know there's stuff mm-hmm. going on but you know the, the experience of playing a game is story light yes mm-hmm. um but anyway no but so that's what i want to know and like when i watched the new movie i did the thing that i will always do when i watch a movie that's rooted in some franchise or tv show or whatever that has tons of lore i start digging around the wikis i start oh, yeah. like being like What's going on in Mortal Kombat, like what went on, and usually I get overwhelmed, and also those wiki sites are always so terrible,
0: yeah, they are uh Mortal Kombat has some decent ones now,
1: right, um, so I got right. overwhelmed and I stopped, but I enjoyed dipping my toe back in with the new movie and just just thinking about some of these characters, uh, so that yeah. was cool,
0: yeah. Well, I guess I'm curious then, like, how familiar are you with the creation myth of, like, Mortal Kombat? Like, do you know why the Mortal Kombat tournament exists or, like, what it what purpose it serves? Because it's, it's pretty central in the story that we're talking about today. So I can fill you in if you're not aware.
1: Please fill me in. i vaguely aware or have forgotten.
0: I'll give you the Cliff Notes version where I don't take you back to the uh, dawn of time itself. But basically... The Elder Gods, that like pantheon of gods you see Raiden talk to all the time, they created the realms, which are all of the dimensions. Yes. In Mortal Kombat, it's like Earth Realm, Outworld, Nether Realm, Chaos Realm, Order Realm, all these realms. Um, they created them. They uh, had a falling out among themselves, the Elder Gods, because one of them, this guy Shinnok, was mm. like, cool, we made all these dimensions. Now let's go down and like enslave these people and like fuck with them. And the other elder gods were like, no, that's not why we made dimensions. We made them so we could like observe and they could have free will. And so they lock Shinnok up in uh, the nether realm, so a dimension that is basically hell, where he's watched over by literally uh, Lucifer. That's canonically right. who, who watched over him. Um, Actually Lucifer, sure. Yeah, yes. Um, and then the elder gods were like, let's assign a god to each one of these realms, like a sub-god um to kind of be the protector of that realm so that if ever a middle manager uh, yeah. exactly and, and like kind of like a, a team captain so that they could say like mm-hmm. if outworld ever tries to invade say earth realm and take it over they'll first have to defeat it in something called a mortal combat tournament right um right. actually 10 mortal combat tournaments but it's not super important right now um and uh <laughs> and then uh and then, you know, once someone beats another realm in 10 t- tournaments in a row, they can just conquer it, merge the they realms together it. and subjugate it. But, but um, until then, the gods protected, protecting each of these realms will kind of choose like a generation of warriors, every generation that could be called up at any time to go fight in a Mortal Kombat fighting tournament. And are so they aware like kind of, of this
1: what, or it's just kind of like could happen, buddy, like watch out?
0: They are. Some people are aware and some people are not aware Sure. I don't know like the thinking that Raiden, who's the god that protects Earth, like I don't know what his strategy is to who he tells and who he doesn't tell or if he's right. like sometimes they need to know, sometimes they don't, but uh it seems like not everyone is told right so, away. Like hey, you might be a warrior. So in a, Raiden interdimensional Raiden fighting is tournament.
1: Raiden's in charge of our realm, the Earth realm, right?
0: Yeah. He's okay. not our boss, but he is like in but charge he's of protecting the them. protector, yeah.
1: sure. Yeah. And then, what what are some of the other world? Give me. I, there's the uh, uh, Outworld. Is that what, what's Outworld the, what's was? The, hit me. Hit
0: Outworld me. was supposed to be project, protected by Shao Khan. He was supposed to be their god, uh-huh. but he decided to murder the emperor of Outworld and take over and become Khan is actually a title. So he he was Shao, the god protecting Outworld, mm. and then he murdered their emperor and became Shao Khan. Um, and he's the and villain so he became a, a god emperor yeah right and three yeah yeah, yeah. yeah um right. i remember him and then Idenia, which is where princess katana is from um mm. edenia had argus that was their god um and he was killed by uh by shao Kahn when he merged the realms um right. what else what else we got Shang the nether realm has lucifer lucifer is the <laughs> god protecting the nether realm yeah right
1: yep well wait well what's shang sung's deal then because he's the one i know best probably he's the villain in the original movie but he's not a god you know
0: what he also will play into the story we talk about today his real story no yeah i'll I'll throw in a little a little shang sung because it is interesting um i'll just i'll just get right into it but but real quick before we do um every season of mortal podcast has a theme um, and the theme sure. of this season is, uh, is time is, is changing time because it's something that becomes a part of every character's story that we're talking about this season. Um, changing history, changing the past, the way that history can change on you and things you wish you would change regret. Um, so I like to have a prompt every season where I ask a guest, uh, a question that, that the character they're talking about might also be asked. So, uh, I'd like to ask you, David, if you could go back in history and change one thing uh, in your life, what would it be?
1: Uh, I, you know, I'd make sure I ate more vegetables as a kid. I feel like I was too picky an eater. It's just where I'm coming from right away. Is that okay? Is that a good it's
0: How would you, how would you, how do you think it's like affected you negatively in your life? Like is your eyesight, I mean, we already know it's 2020, my eyesight is incredible. but that was probably because of the game gear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. I would give myself two game gears. <laughs> yeah. To, you got a full head of hair. Eyesight. I do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah! Wow. Let's you let's full, keep you complimenting me. You're shredded. I mean, I can I am see that. Yeah, not
1: shredded. That is very. Oh, sorry. Absurd. It's only
0: up to your shoulders. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, yeah. I just feel like. Yeah, it would what do you been What now. do you think veggies would have given you? You know, like what do you even mean, think you would have gotten out of it? Look, I mean, this what is don't a good you question? have
1: now? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Now I feel like I'm on the spot. I've got to identify problems. Yeah, name in my something life. you
0: don't like about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. know i could be a better shape maybe veggies
1: would have helped with that earlier on Um, probably wouldn't
0: have don't worry about it you're fine
1: you know i could just get in there and you know saute things a little more with garlic maybe maybe young david would have appreciated that over like a steamed green bean i don't know why my mind went right to vegetables anyway is that a satisfactory answer i'm trying what is the meaning of i'll take it yeah yeah
0: no, that that's a satisfactory answer. If you could, it's liter, it's a it was a literal question. If you could go back yes. in time, right. if let's say hypothetically a, a large hourglass appeared before you, and a, mm. and a, and a sorcerer appeared before the it, and was like, "Hey, I'm going to roll you back so you can change some shit." Um, you gave a clear answer. You'd go back in time and, and you Cook know force soul. feed young I'm you a- some veggies. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm just you know, I feel like I just would get too stressed out if I was trying to alter world events. Because like, you'd be like,
0: you'd be like, yeah, what else would happen, right? Butterfly I'll probably thing?
1: do it wrong, and then, yeah, exactly. I'll probably just be, like, you know, creating further, like, disasters, in ex- you know, by mistake.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. Um, you know, go back yeah. in time, kill baby Hitler, accidentally radicalize baby Hitler's parents, and then they become, like, super this Nazis, is, and then just everything just happens in, like, the 20s instead of the 40s. Yeah.
1: That's why I get stressed out about the time travel stuff. It's like that's fair, you know, that fantasy of like, oh, what if you could like put your brain, your current brain with all its knowledge of
0: you know, body
1: in (laughs) is that not where you're going?
0: (laughs) Was that you were going somewhere else with that? (laughs) Uh,
1: I was saying, in my like, in the body of David as a five year old, right? Like, say we did that, and yeah, you'd probably be really bored
0: at kindergarten, I'd be super
1: bored. And also, yeah. and I would probably like, you know, yeah, I would hate my tiny little, and my parents would be like, it's eight o'clock, go to bed. And I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Eight o'clock? Yeah. I want to watch NYPD Blue with, with you guys. guys. But
0: then Ugh, that would be that's inappropriate because they that's would be nightmare. like, you're five. You're a tiny yeah. kid.
1: And then beyond anything else, I would keep being like, I have to tell people about like 9-11 or whatever. And I would yeah. become this, like, mad prophet you'd that go to jail. couldn't stand. Exactly. I would be, yeah. like, charging into Congress being, like, we have to... Ah! You know, and like, no one would believe me. And, yeah. like, so it would just be, like, a curse. It's a like classic Twilight Zone shit. So instead I want to go yeah. back and just, like, maybe just, like, you know, really get me into vegetables.
0: Just go back in time and cook yourself a nice, like, ratatouille. Call it Bingo. a day. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, great answer. Uh, anyway, Thanks. we're talking about Kung Jin today. Um... <laughs> And, uh, Kung Jin. Yes. And and it's cool. essential when talking about Kung Jin to talk about his bloodline because he okay. is uh he is a legacy character whose bloodline goes all the way back to like the very beginnings of of the the origins of like the fighting tournament, the Mortal Kombat tournament. So um and then I also think like looking at his life from his perspective. This is a story he was told over and over again from birth because it's so important to his family. But um His ancestor was a guy named the great Kung Lao. Um, Okay. Heard of that guy. And so, yeah. And so over, over a little over 500 years before Kung Jin was born, um, Mm -hmm. earth was actually being attacked by Shao Kahn and, and had lost nine Mortal Kombat tournaments in a row. That had already happened 500 years before the first Mortal Kombat video game even happened. Um, And Raiden recruited a Shaolin monk named the Great Kung Lao to be one of the defenders of Earthrealm. And uh, the Great Kung Lao actually defeated um, Shao Kahn's champion at that time, who was Shang Tsung. That was who Shao Kahn had had. Yep. That was who Shao Kahn had had working as his champion at that time. Um, And uh, yeah, he defeated uh, Shang Tsung... Um, ending the the nine tournament streak and thus narrowly avoiding earth realm being conquered by outworld um and uh unfortunately the outworld basically came back and was like fine let's start over let's do another 10 tournaments and the great kung lao who by this point was like a legendary warrior that had saved earth realm he was like the lu kang of his time he's got a big um, hat. He he did well. No, the great Kung Lao did not. Oh, right. The great, Kung, right. Lao the great Kung Lao was sort of the ancestor, traditional monk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, uh, so yeah, he was he was bald, um, more more like kind He's of a shruby, monk. like traditional I get it. monk. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So, uh, he he basically engaged in another tournament that was like the let's start over, let's do another ten tournaments thing from Shao Kahn, and there Shao Kahn had a new champion, this guy Goro. Um, who I'm sure you're familiar with. Big guy, four arms, can't lose. Um, Mm -hmm. And he he killed the great Kung Lao. And so the great Kung Lao died tragically, but still as like a legend and a hero at the Shaolin Temple where he was raised and trained um, and in all of Earthrealm. So then 500 years later, there's this guy named Kung Lao. Um, Kung Lao is obviously a descendant of the great Kung Lao. Yes. Kung Lao was a rising star at the Shaolin Temple. His best friend was Lu Kang, um, mm-hmm. who was also a rising star. And the way that things worked at the Shaolin Temple um, were that you would train up at the Wuxi Academy. And then mm-hmm. um, if Raiden saw promise in you, or if the Shaolin uh, Temple in general saw like promise in you, you would get recruited to a group called the White Lotus Society which is one of the few groups in the world in earth realm that knows about the mortal Kombat tournament knows about like interacts directly with Raiden and, um, visits him at his sky temple to talk about like, what are the threats to earth realm? Who should we recruit? So Kung Lao got like invited into those meetings, um, and made like part of the secret society that was trying to protect Earthrealm. realm. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, Earthrum gets challenged by outworld and kung lao finds out that he's actually not being invited to be one of the fighters in that first, uh, tournament against outworld. Um, and he feels like really bad. He's kind of a brash, cocky guy. He sees himself as like the heir apparent to the great kung lao. And all of a sudden Liu Kang gets picked and he doesn't. Um, sure. so he Rough. says like, fuck that. And basically like follows Liu Kang to the tournament in outworld. Um, okay. and, uh, when he's there, he actually winds up getting murdered by Shao Kahn um, in the tournament. Uh, and so this was tragic. And around the same time, Kung Jin, who's the character we're actually talking about today, yeah, we're talking about, uh, I yeah, he's been born. He, he seems to have a yeah, big he,
1: thing. He has like a weapon, like a bow.
0: What is He has it? a bow that he can yeah. also use as like a blunt. Okay, a blunt weapon cool. yeah all right sure so kung, kung jin is uh depending on the game because for some reason they changed this from 10 to 11 uh kung lao's uh cousin or nephew probably <laughs> whatever. whatever my guess my guess is he's like a second cousin because you know how like your second cousins are more like aunts and uncles to you because they're your parents age
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah so so my guess is like he's kung related. lao is kung jin's second or third even cousin. And so Kung Lao talks about Kung Jin as like my nephew. Cause that's like how he feels about him. Anyway, uh, Kung Jin had idolized uh, his uncle cousin, Kung Lao. And then he hears about Kung Lao dying horribly um, mm-hmm. and not fulfilling the legacy of the great Kung Lao. Um, and uh, it breaks his heart. And from that day on as a child, Kung Jin was like, I'm gonna become a warrior. I'm going to avenge Kung Lao's death. I okay. am going to um, do whatever I can to like protect Earthrealm and do what my ancestor did and do what Kung Lao uh, was trying to do.
1: So is he specifically after Goro or uh, you know, Shao Kahn or any of these guys, or is he just sort of generally like, I have to fulfill the legacy of my you know storied family?
0: He kind of blames Raiden, actually um so because in his mind in his mind like raiden did not set up kung lao for success and mismanaged the tournament because in in the timeline we're talking about actually luke kang also died um and uh most of most of earth's heroes died horribly in that tournament Uh, there were like just a few survivors um in the actual defeating of Shao Kahn, like Johnny Cage lived American movie star, Johnny Cage, of course, uh, American yes, cop, well. Sonya blade lived. Right. Um, and like, that was kind of it. And then Raiden. Oh. So Kung Jin was like, Shao Kahn is dead at this point. Goro was kind of in hiding, presumed dead at this point. Um, and so he was like, look, bad people are bad, but I don't think Raiden is like, fit to lead basically and he's like he fucked up and he's the reason my my uncle cousin is dead. Um so is he young? Like is he a younger man? At this point a, in the story Jin? he's like very young. He's like a kid, Kung Jin. And so, so,
1: so sure so he's right, he's got a whatever. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He's got an angry streak. He doesn't like authority.
0: Exactly. And he and he gets right. further radicalized because uh after Kung Lao died, I think his family Kung Jin's family kind of grew up with money, like from the great Kung Lao to Kung Lao, like their family was just very like beloved, especially in China and like known well. And um, one way or another had profited off of that over time. But after Kung Lao died, uh, suddenly like his family, it's not said exactly what happened, but like they ran into financial issues. Um, All of a sudden they were kind of like poor and had to move to the United States Mm -hmm. when Kung Jin was very young to try to like find more opportunities and uh kung jin wound up not becoming a warrior and not training at the shaolin temple but instead becoming a pickpocket um in order to like get by and because of that chip on his shoulder and that like refusal to like work under anyone like distrust of authority it turned him into like a very different figure than his his uncle or or his ancestors like were right um right more of an artful dodger type okay okay that's fun though. I like.
1: I'm very familiar. I enjoy the artful dodger. He's he's
0: you know yeah.
1: He's, he's scam He's just yeah. yeah exactly.
0: Oh, he's singing Billy sc- Joel songs and yeah. <laughs> um, but this guy
1: doesn't look artful dodgery to me. He looks like a sort of like ancient archer. Like
0: that's well you
1: know okay okay.
0: There 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 were some twists and turns. He thought his life was going to be at that point as he grows up, he's, like, learning to fight on the streets. He's training to be, like, an even better thief. He's snooping around um, into the corners of the world where people have a little more knowledge about, like, alternate universes, other realms, like Outworld. Um, He's kind of, like, planning on basically doing it himself. He's like, I'm going to self-train to become a great warrior. I'm going to get to Outworld myself, and I'm going to protect Earthrealm and become a great warrior myself. Huh, is kind of okay. where his head was at. He's not going to be in the because,
1: system. Yeah.
0: Right. Exactly. He, he was like, I don't think I'm ever going to get to the Shaolin Temple. I don't think I'm ever going to become a member of the White Lotus Society. Um, funny enough, uh, he winds up getting the attention of this guy named Bo Raicho, who is this legendary uh, outworld warrior and martial arts teacher who uh, 500 or more years ago had actually defected to Earthrealm and was the person who had trained the great Kung Lao and actually also trained Kung Lao. So Bo Rai Cho had kind of been from a distance keeping tabs on Kung Jin, um, just because of his personal connection to the Kung family. And, uh, he hired Kung Jin without really like, Kung Jin kind of knew who he was, but was like, I'm not looking to form like a relationship with you. I'm a little skeptical that you see any value in me. Um, but Raichoke called him up and was like, hey, I heard you're a thief, and I heard you're for hire. I want you to uh, steal a computer virus um, on a USB stick for me to deactivate this uh, clan of cyborg ninjas.
1: Sure. Great. Um, hmm
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: uh, easy task. And Kung
0: Jin. Yeah. Kung Jin is like, okay. <laughs> uh, so he did it. He did that. He pulled that off. Um, they never really got into the de- details of how, but he, he did. It was mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, well, yeah, when he, when he brought the USB stick <laughs> back to Baracho, um, Raicho was like, Hey man, listen, I, uh, I don't know if you know this, like I trained your uncle, I trained your ancestor. I do see that you can be a great warrior. I understand that you fell in hard times that you, you don't really click with Raiden, but, um, I do think that you could go train at the Shaolin temple if you if you want to, I think you could be a great warrior. And uh, Kung Jin refuses. He says, "No, I uh, I don't want to be a pawn in Raiden's schemes. I, I think that's how my cousin uncle died. Um, and uh, I'm gonna do things my own way. So I'm gonna just remain a thief. I'm gonna stay independent. And so, uh, so that's what he did. Some years pass, hmm. and then uh, he's still like you know he's learning about out Outworld and Outworld's culture and Outworld's laws. He still sees that as like the main threat." to earth realm right. and like the threat he needs to combat in his lifetime um but otherwise he's like he's kind of just like aimless he doesn't really like have like a game plan earth's not under a direct threat like it's not clear like what he plans on doing with his life and then he finds out that uh some of kung lao's stuff and his family's like treasures um are still at Raiden sky temple um sure. and so, so he says like go oh i'm there. gonna He's like, I'm gonna break in. I'm gonna steal those heirlooms.
1: Okay, we're finally. Um, All right. I feel like we're finally getting somewhere because so far I have not been that compelled by Kung Jin. Like I've just been sort of like, I don't know, like figure it out, buddy. I but I've been I've been waiting for the big confrontation with uh, with Raiden, which I assume is coming.
0: Yeah he he needs he needs the like call to action. He needs the why now. He needs like a threat or. And a real a, reasonable a mentor
1: something. to have a bit of a battle of wills with, where it's like you're not my dad, like you know, is is kind of yeah. the vibe. But yeah, okay.
0: Things take an interesting, and unexpected, and and arguably undercooked turn here. So okay, okay, cool. <laughs> Ra- uh he's sneaking through the temple. He finds the heirlooms or whatever he was looking for, um, and then he gets caught by Raiden. Sure. And Raiden says, here? "Hey, man." Yeah. Well, honestly, he's like, "Hey, Kung Jin, um, I want you to know that I'm disappointed in you." And Kung Jin's like, "Yeah, no fucking surprise. I don't want to hear it." He's like, y- "You've gone in such a like sad path in your life. Like your 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 ancestors did so much. Like you could be so much more." Um, and Kung Jin is basically like, "It's your fucking fault. Kung Lao's dead. Fight me!" And he literally threatens a god to like a fist fight. Um, Kung Jin seemingly wins that fight with his street smarts. Um, But as he's walking away, Raiden just appears right in front of him and is like, no, I'm just fucking with you. Um, Okay. (laughs) And so so Raiden says to Kung Jin, listen, come train at the Shaolin Temple. And Kung Jin's like, no, I don't want to. Uh, And Raiden's like, why not really? Because what you want is to go to Outworld to defend Earthrealm if we're ever challenged by another realm in a Mortal Kombat tournament. And like, you can try to force your way in like Kung Lao did, but what is like, why not give it a chance? Like what's wrong with, I understand if you don't want to be a pawn, that's fine. Um, But you're aware of it, right? Like why not go into it just having your guard up? And what Kung Jin says is really interesting. He says, I'm not like my, you know, I'm not like Kung Lao and I'm not like Mm -hmm. the great Kung Lao. And it's not just because I wasn't raised at the Shaolin temple. Um what he says is I'm gay. That's oh, what he says to Raiden. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And he says, he says, I'm worried that they won't there's so much tradition and, and heritage, and like I'm worried that I won't fit in, that they won't accept me for who I am. I'm different to, in so many ways. Sure. That's like the for whatever reason, and listen, like I maybe there was there were re- specific reasons. Maybe it's the fact that he grew up in in America in I believe like the you know the nineties the two thousands like sure pl- plenty <laughs> but he uh, he came to the conclusion he was like I you know I I don't know that they're going to accept me for who I am huh. and I don't want anyone to change I've been so independent for so long and I've been who I am for so long like I don't want anyone to change me. To what um, extent
1: has homosexuality come up in Mortal Kombat before this? Is he a pioneer character on this front?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this would be the first sense. time. And when is this? Yeah, definitely this the first game? time explicitly. This is 2015. Okay. Because I feel yeah. like... I
1: guess it's just like fighting games. It doesn't come up that much anyway. Because mm-hmm. these characters don't have huge backstories. But okay. Well, uh, how is this... I mean, this is just fascinating. How was this received at the time? Was it a big deal? By or was the it kind larger of, culture? Well sure but also by the mortal Kombat community i suppose
0: oh yeah i guess that's the only people who responded to it because like i didn't hear about it. story mode yeah 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 because yeah. uh-huh. I, I
1: i personally did not hear about that like uh, I, 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 as part of the larger community
0: from what i could tell for the most part very well received sure um, so it's not like a totally embarrassing I,
1: attempt at this or whatever
0: I don't know. I mean, listen, like, I I certainly can't speak for the gay community, so I don't know how they at large responded to uh, to this. But for the most part, people seemed just excited to have a character. And they. I'll also say, like, he does not say I'm gay. He says, I'm worried they won't accept me for who I love. And Raiden is sure. like, oh, okay. they'll accept you okay. for, for who you are. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... uh I, I think like everyone was like, oh, that's surprising, cool. Um, I'm sure there were you know toxic people that were like that has no place in fighting games. That's why. Well cr- um, uh,
1: right. I'm sure there yeah. was, uh, but an who gives a shit? Um, yeah, yeah. Who cares about that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I, it, for the most part, I I don't think people looked on it as something embarrassing that was like shoehorned in. But that's my limited perspective, reading Fair. like tweets. So I'm okay. This is a big character.
1: He's he's the Mortal Kombat's first gay character. This is exciting. mm Hmm.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. He was like, I'm I'm gay, and I'm worried that they're not gonna accept that part of me. Uh And Raiden was like, They'll accept you for who you are. You will not be judged. Right. Um. So Kung Jin was like, Yeah. Cool. Seemingly. Ah. So nothing. Nothing was said to the contrary. (laughs) So it doesn't come uh, up
1: otherwise. right? Right.
0: Yeah. So, so Kung Jin says, "Then, then uh, let's try it. Then I'll go." So he goes to the temple and he trains. And Kung Jin becomes a very special warrior among among the the Shaolin uh, temples warriors because he has the ability to combine all of the street smarts and savvy that he developed as like a thief on the street urchin powers, with yes. this. Yeah, with uh, his, his urchin abilities are combined with his uh, timeless uh, Kung Fu knowledge. Right, and right. And he becomes his just like this. Yeah. yeah. He becomes this incredible warrior uh, who's pretty immediately combined with uh, a few other people from his generation to form the vanguard of, like, Earth's next line of defense. So he gets teamed up with this group that was colloquially no- known as the Combat Kids. Mm-hmm. He gets teamed up with Cassie Cage, who is the daughter of Johnny Cage, uh, American movie star Johnny Cage, and Special yep. Forces mm-hmm. soldier Sonya Blade? Oh um, wow, they
1: had a baby. Okay, cool. They
0: got a baby who's like twenty something by the time this kicks off. But uh, he gets teamed up with her. He gets teamed up with Takeda Takahashi, who mm-hmm. is the son of uh, another Mortal Kombat uh, warrior and defender of Earthrealm, uh, Kenshi Takahashi, and uh, who was trained as a child by Scorpion. Sure. Um, so, Japanese ninja assassin. Um and uh Jackie Briggs, who is Jackson Briggs's daughter, Jacks from Mortal Kombat's one through three, uh, Jacks I know, two, Metal two, Arms. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so so Jackie, Cassie, and Takeda, along with Kung Jin, become this like new unit that's being trained and led by Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade to be like the next group of warriors to defend Earthrealm. So Kung Jin has finally come into his own as like. You know, he's he's chosen, unlike even Kung Lao, initially. Um, and so, like his ancestor, he's now, like, in the mix as someone who's going to defend our realm. Um, hmm. the, the catch is that the team does not get along, like, at all when they're thrown into their first big, like, crisis. Because that's great storytelling. Of course. Right.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh-huh. so this is Mortal Kombat. We're talking Mortal Kombat 10, right? This is the game that this is all yeah. in, right? So Mm -hmm. uh, is he part of in this sort of general gang you're talking about of the new youngsters, just like a little generation, a little mini generation of like new, exciting players for everyone Mm -hmm. to get pumped about? Did people get pumped about this crew or were they more like, no, I want to be I want to play as classic guys and I don't care about these new guys.
0: It was very divided
1: very divided okay sure yeah okay.
0: a lot of people yeah. derisively called them the combat kids because they hated See, them and the, thought they were annoying i bet
1: i knew there was yeah. going to be something like that right like this whole this oh, whole yeah. gang you're describing to me kind of sounds a little possibly eye roll it's like whatever you know it can be you can pull that off little young avengers types yeah but uh but, but
0: i think yeah. i think kong jin to i think they're all like cool characters yeah sure um on their own but i think like people didn't like that they were immediately like the main focus yes um and they're trying to hook
1: you with the they're related to people you know so yeah yeah right yeah
0: they're like oh it's kind of scorpion jr he's like a little kung lao um but yeah you know i think i think they did a good job with the characters i think and they crisscross with like all of the original characters like in this story sure um but I think, similar to, like, the Star Wars sequels, I think people didn't like that, like, in this timeline, all the characters they loved from the past are going through some kind of turmoil um, mm. or suffering in the present, and then the focus has been shifted to this young group of characters that you're not as attached to who are, like, enjoying happiness and success. And I think a lot of, a lot of fans rejected that because it was just like, oh, it hurts to, like, see Liu Kang, like living as like an undead revenant in hell while like these guys are palling around and learning to get along in their adventures and like outworld. But right. Right. I like them. They're fun. Okay. You're pro. Yeah. I'm, I'm pro, but I also wish they'd continue to develop them more, which they haven't really. (laughs) They just kind of like tried it and backed away from it a little bit. Yeah. It's kind
1: of, it's kind of the, it's kind of telling that they did not, Retain these characters universally for the next game yeah. that they kind of yes. them to the side. Sure. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. And they kind of imply that they w- will continue to not follow They're these characters, done. but okay. Yeah. All
1: right. So I'm also covering a fairly irrelevant character.
0: But hey, what are you gonna do? It's Mortal Kombat. Yeah, what are you 10. gonna do? Yeah. yeah they might be Smoke. You, never know. you know. No. they gonna get already smoke? did it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No. He was a long. Smoke. He was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Smoke's cool. Smoke's yeah. fucking cool. He's really cool. Um, so, you know, back when I
1: was a kid, it was just like, I was like, there's Scorpion and Sub Zero and there's Reptile and they're like the same sprite with different colors. And rather than, I did not think that was lazy. I was like, that's cool. What would it be yeah. like with even more colors? Like, I was like, give me every color. I was, yeah, we was, got I our liked, Mac. We got Rain. We got, yep.
0: it was great. Uh, I'm Carry right on. there with you. It was yeah. the Power Rangers effect. I was like, great, give me the same thing, but in all the different. The power-
1: it's that's your you're right it's the power rangers bringing it thing. back very much so yeah
0: <laughs> uh so yeah the team gets sent on their first like real mission which is uh johnny cage and sonya blade are like listen we need to dispatch you to get in touch with the grandmaster of the lin kuei ironically enough the ninja clan that used to be all cyborgs that Kung okay. Jin had helped deprogram years ago they're like their new grandmaster is this guy sub-zero we used to work with him we need you to get in touch with them to uh They've fallen off the grid. We're keeping tabs as U.S. special forces, of course, we're interfering with, like, this ninja clan in China. Um, We need you to go get involved and uh, and just keep tabs, see what they're doing. So the group goes to infiltrate the temple. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kung Kung Jin's role in the group really is that he's the hothead. He's the one who doesn't like authority, of course, doesn't like to follow the rules, wants to be in charge, wants to do his own thing, all things that he picked up as, like, a street urchin. Right. Um, and because of that, the group winds up getting caught by the Lin Kuei as they're trying to infiltrate this temple. And uh, they get held at, you know, Ice Point by Sub Zero, um, only to realize that this has all been a training exercise uh, organized by Johnny Cage with his old buddy, Sub Zero, to teach them how to work together. Mm. Fun. Mm. Yeah, fun. I mean, s- similar. We're still in training
1: mode, but okay. Yeah.
0: Well, that training ends quickly okay because news news breaks swiftly after that that a civil war has erupted in outworld because shao khan had died uh you know a while back around the same time kung lao died sure exactly power vacuum and now his daughter melina um and his former general this guy named kotal who at the time was the emperor of outworld so kotal khan uh, we're basically sure. in a civil war over who is going to be the leader of Outworld. It was Melina. Then she was deposed in a military coup by Kotal Kahn. And now the two of them are kind of going back and forth. And it's fucking up Outworld. And potentially this is going to spill over into other realms because uh, refugees have been leaving Outworld to Earthrealm because it's getting like really dangerous there. Huh. Topical. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, Melina has a powerful weapon that used to be under Earthrealm's protection, and nobody knows how she got it. Uh, it's an amulet called the Amulet of Shinnok, which means that it—that Elder God Shinnok I mentioned earlier, who's like Remember got him? banished yep. to the Netherrealm. Yeah, it's the amulet that he's contained in, and it's very dangerous, very powerful. Could mm. could fuck up like all of the realms. Um is just using it as like a laser blaster, basically.
1: Why not merely destroy the amulet and not have to worry about it anymore?
0: Yeah, that's a great question, man. You'd have to ask Raiden, I guess. Okay, fine. But he's I'll fictional, so <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. fine.
1: Well I'll ask Christopher Lambert. <laughs> Is he still alive?
0: Christoph Lambert, yeah, he's out there.
1: Mr. Lambert. Yeah. Uh he right, he was Raiden, right? I think. Yes. Yeah,
0: he was, and then it was James Remar. And I remember James
1: Remar. I remember that that was a crazy <laughs> drop down. No offense to James Remar, who, you know, the guy puts in work, but it, it was crazy. I love
0: him, but it was yeah. a truly unhinged like shift.
1: <laughs> very, very strange. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Very telling that even Lambert in the mid nineties was like, "Yeah, I'm okay. Like, I, one is enough yeah. for me." Anyway, I'll I'm take out. It up with him. I'm
0: doing Highlanders. Um, yeah, yeah. So. So they find out about the Civil War um, and Molina with the Shinnok amulet. And uh, Earth is like, well, fuck, we were supposed to protect it. Also, this sounds like it could spill over into Earth realm. So it sounds like we need to send a team to Outworld to investigate. Boom. Kung Jin is finally going to Outworld, just like he always has been kind of it's hoping to his do. His ultimate
1: like, goal, right?
0: To interfere in another dimension's business. Yeah. Right absolutely yeah well he grew up in america what are you gonna do so uh <laughs> during during the war in afghanistan uh in iraq so he he heads to outworld with his team and they are immediately unwelcome kotal khan's uh generals like show up and are like what the fuck are you doing here this is not your soil you shouldn't have your your like military here um and the realms also don't have a great history like outworld's under better leadership now but outworld earth realm's been like centuries of of war between them so kind of uh tense and things get even worse when as as the combat kids are being confronted by kotal khan's generals they see that there's a public execution happening and kung jin is like i don't care if that's how you do things in outworld i won't stand for public execution i'm against like the the death penalty so he intervenes
1: right but he's immediately imposing his values on a different. Like, I see what you're saying. It's like you're not, not gonna fix yeah. the whole world either. It's like, what are you? You know, you're gonna take the whole thing over and tell everyone how to. Anyway, all right, he intervenes.
0: Yeah, it's not up to you, but he intervenes and it it, it creates a big shit show um, that eventually leads to Kotal Kahn himself showing up and saying, "All right, what the fuck is going on? I'm trying to deal with a civil war. Why are you assholes here?" Right. um and he he's kind of figured out he's like yeah i know that melina has the the shinnok amulet that's on your realm i'm dealing with it what the fuck's going on right now and uh he's about to banish them maybe even have them arrested when Kung mm-hmm. jin who's been studying out world's ways his whole life says i can challenge you to a trial by combat and you have to accept they and do at, do at this point a it's like
1: combat right
0: they do at this point it's like Kung jen what the fuck are you doing man you were just supposed to go help them with the amulet thing and within like 10 minutes you're challenging the emperor of outworld to like a fight to the death in the public square in the market because you don't like their ways it's like this is extremely not cool um but yeah he challenges him to a trial by combat and wins the fight against the emperor of outworld and so kotal khan is like kill me just murder me that's like how this has to go. I've been publicly shamed. Um, but instead he decides to spare Kotal Khan and say, why don't we form an alliance um, together, go track down Melina and get that amulet away from her. And Kotal Khan so is I, like, all right.
1: Can I ask you a question? Please. Just about gameplay. Yeah. So when you say he challenges him to a fight and he wins, I'm assuming that's as you're saying, that's when the game then comes out of the story and you get to fight as the player and then when you win, it's like, okay, and now, continuing on. Or, or am I crazy? Or is this all just No, you're exactly story? right. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yep. All right, that sounds fun. Th- th- this is like, you know, end of Act 1 of, of Mortal Kombat 10. You're, like, playing through the Kung Jin Everyone's section got a of the story, line. and you fight right, Total right, Khan. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's cool. That sounds fun. Maybe I'll get this game. They do a great job. Really great mm-hmm. job. Like as a longtime fan of Mortal Kombat, it's like th- this is exactly where you'd hope this would go right. if you grew up like obsessed with the shreds of lore they gave you to to one day see it turn into like, hey, every time a new game comes out, there's a blockbuster quality like 10-hour long movie basically giving you the next story and you get to play whenever something exciting happens. It's like it's catnip for me. It's great. Right, right, yeah.
1: right, 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 right.
0: Okay. So, together, uh, the combat kids and Kotal like team of generals uh, succeed in tracking down Melina, bringing her before Kotal Khan, and he has her executed by one of his top generals, this uh, bug lady named Devorah. She vomits bugs into Melina's mouth until Melina Ooh. is eaten by the bugs from the inside.
1: Oh, I looked her mm-hmm. up. She's cool.
0: Yeah, Devora's yeah. tight.
1: Yeah, that is cool. Okay. Bug lady. Yeah.
0: Yep. And so uh, they have Melina dead. They're ready to take Shinnok's amulet back to Earthrealm to con- continue to protect it. Uh, but Kotal Khan turns the tables. He immediately has them arrested, says, I no longer trust Earthrealm to protect this amulet, and I'm locking you up in an outworld jail so that Earthrealm will know they cannot just interfere whenever the fuck they want and show up and challenge yeah. me to a fight to the death in public. <laughs> an
1: argument me. for
0: this. Yep not wrong yeah <laughs> yeah yep. he's, he's he's fair to do that uh so it is, he has him arrested and they're suddenly Kung jin and his friends are thrown into jail in outworld um they manage to break out because they're like trained warriors uh, and manage to find a portal back to earth realm but when they come back to their base in earth realm they find everyone unconscious oh. and learn that one of kotal khan's generals devora actually betrayed him took the amulet back to Earth Realm, and worked with a sorcerer in Earth Realm to free Shinnok. And so now everyone's gotten their asses kicked. Johnny Cage has been kidnapped by Shinnok. Shinnok, the Elder God, has returned, and he's currently heading to Raiden Sky Temple to corrupt the Jinsei energy that keeps our entire dimension uh, running. Can I
1: may ask another question? Again, a gameplay question. Y-
0: yes. Is that something
1: that i can see if i play the story mode of say johnny cage like is this a thing where if i play different people's story modes it all kind of knits together no it's
0: one story mode where it's like it just you you it just jump from character says so like character. chapter two yeah uh, um, okay cool all right yeah it's all like right. chapter one Raiden. chapter two yep. johnny cage and yep. and yeah
1: and so on okay um,
0: that's cool they they still have the arcade ladder where you can play as one character but um and just fight by everybody. the sure yeah, but by the end, and you just play 10, you know, 10 fights in a row, yeah. and you fight whoever randomly, same as the original, like, ladder at the arcade, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but at the end, it'll give you, like, a, what if this character defeated Shinnok, this is what would happen, or, like, what if this character defeated the Time Lord, like, this is what would happen. Right. Um, and then some okay. of that went to being canon in the next game, and some doesn't. Okay, yeah. cool. So, uh, so Shinnok's been freed, everything's gone to shit um our heroes are like Kung jen is like we have to go uh Mm -hmm. we have to get to raiden's sky temple they try to head to the sky temple but on the way there they get intercepted by kotal khan and his remaining generals kotal khan is desperate now he's like devora betrayed me she freed shinnok shinnok is going to destroy all the realms starting with earth realm maybe if i capture all of you and bring you before shinnok and offer you up a sacrifice i can at the very least uh make it so that earth realm is not you know or sorry outworld which i'm in charge of protecting is not like destroyed or enslaved by shinnok maybe i can make peace with him um which looks bad yeah. for our team it's like right. well, fuck now we're gonna be like offered That's up not as be
1: good right
0: as but uh they're saved
1: peace offering right yep saved. Yeah, okay
0: they're, they're saved by the Lin Kuei and Sub-Zero, who of course we met at the beginning of the story. And, uh, and, and so, Kung Jin is like, tight. Now we can go infiltrate the Sky Temple. Now we can stop Shinnok, uh, somehow defeat an Elder God, and hopefully protect Earthrealm and follow through on what my ancestors have done or tried to do uh, before me. When right. they get to the Sky Temple, Kung Jin is a horrifying realization. Because Shinnok has been ruling the Nether Realm, uh, his army that he's using to to do all of this includes the puppeteered zombie corpse of Kung Lao, whose oh, soul sure. has been residing in the Nether Realm all right. this time. Um, uh, so, so he's
1: villainous. He's. He, does he look crazy? Does yeah, he look he's like, like gray s- and has like vampire red... vampire, zombie, or whatever. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, he's, a, he's a, it's in that space. He's there. Liu Kang's there. Kitana's there. They're all like undead revenant slaves, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, who all have it in for Raiden because they all blame Raiden for their deaths and are like, sure. tight. We're going to destroy everything with and help Shinnok out. Um, so Kung Jin gets there. He joins the fight. So does the rest of his team. He has to fight Kung Lao. He has to fight Devorah, uh, the person who, the traitor who, like, caused all this in the first place
1: okay
0: um and he actually winds up getting uh wounded by devora and and tossed asunder and it's cassie cage okay tossed asunder yeah cassie cage is ultimately the person who does manage to defeat shinnok um with her dad's help and uh kung lao returns to the nether realm still a tortured soul in hell which kung jin feels upset about but shinnok is defeated and Earth Realm is protected, and Kung Jin did play a part in that. But yeah, but it sounds this, like he
1: wasn't he wasn't a one in this, right? He was he was very yeah. much a supporting okay, but that's fine, sure, okay. Yeah, he you know, he helped. <laughs> <laughs> he helped. I mean he, he had he had that I, going for him. I didn't help. So, you know, he's got that going on. Hey, right? You you didn't that's even cool. know any of this was happening. Yeah. I didn't know it um, was happening, right?
0: Yeah. So uh, he, you know, he he wakes up. He sees that Shinnok's been defeated. He's like, "Where's Kung Lao?" And they're like, "Ah, oh, he's he's down to the Netherrealm forever. He's he's still down there." I think I think Lu Kang might be the new Emperor of the Netherrealm, and he's like working under him. And uh, Kung Jin is like, "That's really sad." Yeah. And ultimately decides he's going to leave this team and go back to the Shaolin Temple and continue his studies because he has seen like what happened to Kung Lao, someone who was also cocky, someone who was also like trying to shoehorn his way into these inter-realm wars to, to honor the legacy of his ancestor, um, and is wound up like this bound soul who's just a pawn for other forces. And so Kung Jin sees all that and is like, I don't want to go down the same path. I want to figure out how to like defend Earthrealm and not get in anyone's way. I made a lot of mistakes during that mission I'm gonna just return to my studies and continue my studies at the Shaolin Temple, and hopefully one day, if Earth is in trouble again, I'll be ready to show up and defend it. Um, of course, they made an entirely—they made another game after that, and he didn't show up that, at all to defend us. Pull, pull, but uh, okay, okay, but he's
1: still—he's available in case, like he is still waiting yeah. to do that. Uh, that that yeah, could he's, be the a, he's on the bench. Right. He's in the
0: reserves. Yeah. Uh, but that's it for Kung Jin's story. In the most recent game, all of time actually got uh, reset again um, with Liu Kang, the new titan of time, in charge of creating a new timeline. Uh, so the implication was actually that we would start to follow the great Kung Lao's story in an, in another new timeline in the next mm-hmm. game. But it's not clear yet if that is what will happen. Um, right. And Kung Jin, whether he or not he will even exist, is uh, up in the air. Uh, and the next
1: game will be 12, correct? Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And is that, like, in the works? Like, is that happening? Like, we know that's coming out soon? Or is that just sort of like, we'll see what happens? Like, who knows what Mortal Kombat 12 will look like?
0: To our knowledge, it is in the works.
1: Um, but nobody knows for sure. Okay.
0: Okay. Fair enough. I mean, take their time. They should
1: take their time. because It sounds like they put a lot of effort into scripting this stuff and building it out and making the new ones different. Are you sad that he's not in Eleven, or do you not really miss him?
0: I'm sad. I wanted him and Takeda to come back. Neither of them did. Uh, Cassie and Jackie did. But I thought, you know, Cassie and Jackie had a very straightforward story where they were both like, to some extent, military brats. They were kind of like grandfathered into being a part of this story because their parents were soldiers who fought in these wars. I think Jackie got a kind of interesting story because Jax had a lot of like PTSD and she had to mitigate that and deal with like her own story independent of her father. And Cassie had a kind of interesting story, like trying to live up to the legacy of her parents, but also yeah, having but to work I with the versions of them. I Googled
1: yeah. Cassie as you've been saying these characters, I'll Google them just so I have like a visual Just been throwing their name. Cassie looks like a nerd. She looks like a big dork. She's got like a well, she is her father's daughter, you know. Yeah. I do like Johnny Cage, so I guess that's fun. Um, but but yeah, she looks like a big old dork. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I I think I think I will say like this character that we've been talking about, the backstory is fairly cool. Like street urchin, gay street urchin made good is pretty fun but his look is not that inspiring like his look seems he kind of looks like a mortal Kombat character you know what i mean like he's not blowing my mind he yeah he's just kind of like another
0: guy i think they wanted him to look like a traditional shaolin monk um because i think that was like the role that he was fulfilling when they were like here's the new generation they were like here's our here's our next Liu Kang slash Kung Lao. But I do agree that they could have done more to include his kind of like more street level persona. Mm-hmm. Um, right. yeah, 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 exactly. Like when you describe Urchin,
1: this is not the visual. Like I yeah. want a more of a ragamuffin, like a, fu- like a rogue, you know, to D and D Yeah, right? You want like him to look little, like little orphan Annie. Yeah. I want him to look exactly like little orphan Annie. That's what I was looking yeah. for. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: I figured. Yeah, that's it. I mean, do you have any other thoughts on Kung Jin other than like, uh, do you know, you could do without? I feel,
1: I feel like, for honestly, most the the thing that is most interesting to me about being on this podcast is it is actually kind of encouraging me to maybe dip my toe into these specific games into ten and oh. eleven, maybe, uh, which is fun. I do, I do feel like the trend of the you know Mortal Kombat colon the next generation like oh it's everyone's you know sons and nephews and cousins and stuff like that it's a tricky trend it's tough to tie a character I know it's easy to tie a character to a legacy favorite because then the audience has some built-in knowledge but you're it's a big you're gonna compare him you know and Kung Lao has a big old metal hat you know you stop a ninety-five-year-old woman on the street and she'll tell you that Kung Lao has a big old metal hat. Everybody knows that.
0: You and you can like and should stop a ninety-five-year-old woman sh- on the street and ask her if Kung Lao has a big a big hat.
1: Uh and like this guy, I Google him and it's like, yeah, you know, sort of like a war archer kind of warrior with like a bow. I'm like, oh cool. And then yours coming in and you're like, This guy, he's like a gay, artful dodger. And I'm just like Gimme that. That's that's my big note. That's my big note on, yeah. on just his general vibe. That's fine.
0: I agree. I thought I thought if they'd brought him back, that would have been the opportunity to go a little deeper. Because I, I generally don't yeah. like legacy characters at all in anything. Like the same. I'm much I'm much more interested in the like, you know, the version of Rey from Star Wars that's not connected to anybody. It's just like a totally original character. Or even the way they did like Finn in Star Wars, where it's like, oh well, here's someone who's playing off of something you understand a stormtrooper, and ask the question like well, what if they were like the lead of the story what would their character be like but uh i wish these characters weren't quite so connected i think to, of this batch like takeda takahashi was the most interesting because he was like kind of related to a character who was like much less important to the mortal Kombat narrative and trained by another character and and kind of had like a vaguer space that he resided in and um yeah, they c- they could have done more, and they haven't yet, and maybe never will. Uh,
1: and maybe never, ever will, which is also just a slight bummer. Yeah. Um. But, you know, I'm still glad to have gotten to know him.
0: I'm happy to hear that. You know, the, the
1: lovable thief, bit of a chip on his shoulder, bit impulsive, Yeah, he's a but he's
0: mm-hmm. got
1: a moral code, and he's you know he's a, a pioneering character for this franchise i think that's cool
0: it definitely gives him you know something even if they only put him in one game
1: yeah right right
0: S- so, so with the kong Jin of it all out of the way uh it's time for a segment that i like to call choose your destiny in which i ask you david if you existed in the world of mortal Kombat uh what would you be who would you be where would you kind of fit into things what realm do you think you'd be from who's who, who's david sims in the world of mortal Kombat?
1: you mentioned an order realm is that what it's called order realm yeah order realm, yeah, order realm is where everyone's one. a
0: cop and they always fill the rules yeah follow the rules now
1: that's that's no fun so that's sort of like a law oh no like, does that not sound so deep. good now well, like, Order, I more sounded like, oh, everyone's punctual, and, you know, there's a lot of spreadsheets. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool, but no, you're saying that's, it's more, that's like, fascist. That's definitely it. It's definitely like right, that. Right, right. It's just yeah, also but, fascist, yeah. Yeah, okay, so that's no fun. Now, there's the nether realm. that's Helm. Okay, well, what's this Eden realm? Edenia? It, it, yeah,
0: yeah, everyone's Wait, this hot and good. lives forever and does magic. The, the tough thing is
1: oh okay what's the yeah what's the tough thing is
0: they they do historically get subjugated by outworld and and most people are murdered uh so it's like you're kind of the lamb causes before that happened you know maybe you were like yeah maybe you you just fit
1: in a good pocket there i do think that's probably where i would end up i'm a i'm a i'm a a maxed relaxer guy you know i i I prefer that to anything else um but
0: you're hanging out by a (sighs) water doing like unicorn uh holograms from your sounds mind good. and yes. uh, yeah. And um, you die before you seek Jared beheaded and Argus slain.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, Edenia sounds fun. It definitely sounds more fun than basically any other realm I'm seeing here. So, but I, what yeah. I would love to be, what I would love to be, cause I do have the kind of vibe of like, I like to like read all about, you know, different stuff, you know, different worlds, different, you know about world history but also about like video games or stupid sci-fi franchises or whatever so i'd love to be one of those guys in robes with like big books like right like an elder uh, yeah, librarian monk. type a i guess guy. a monk you know where it's like i'm like you know hey can you tell me more about and i'm like of course of course and i'm a- but maybe i'm you a little a scholar fun. but like can i yeah. be fun you know i'm like a little saucy i'm a little no. cheeky oh uh, i can't be fun
0: no no <laughs> not loud sorry i'm trying i'm trying this new (laughs) improv technique no but um (laughs) no but you can be really not fun (laughs) cool all right well so i'll just be so unfun um
1: but no that that's that's a vibe i've always wanted i want to be like fuck what's her name uh jocasta new is that her name in star trek star wars sorry uh yeah Uh, she's the librarian in the star wars prequels who you know obi-wan is like hey i'm trying to find this planet and she's like it doesn't exist no further questions like wow, i vibe. have no she's recollection
0: funny. of this whatsoever
1: wow could maybe check out what Star movie Wars was that? Two attack of the clones attack of the clones
0: oh A- aotc yeah, yeah aotc that's what they call it yeah 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 uh i'll look it up
1: uh that's yeah, the one anyway. where
0: they go to the planet with the aliens from with the alien robots from the end of ai right Exactly, big tall,
1: big tall, skinny boys. Yep, mm-hmm.
0: with a big head. Yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tight. Um, well, David, thank you so anyway, much for yeah. joining to talk about Kung Jin and, and talking about your life as a librarian. Um, thank you in the in the Mortal Kombat universe on Genosis. Uh, it was it was such a treat having you. And, and if people want more David Sims in their lives, where can they get it?
1: Uh, you can listen to my podcast um, Blank Check, where we talk about. Uh, movies. Uh, go by directors' filmographies, and Heard it's of them? a lot of fun. I mm-hmm. I hosted with my friend Griffin Newman, who's also been on this show. Um, and I write in the Atlantic. You can read my stuff there. I'm a movie critic. You can read all my movie reviews. Isn't that fun?
0: What What's your favorite review on the Atlantic that you've written?
1: My favorite review ever. Ever. Wow my favorite rev- My favorite piece ever is one two three go. Speaking off the top my of your favorite head. piece. My favorite piece ever. That I've written at The Atlantic is called The Ballad of Admiral Piet, bringing it back to Star Wars. Uh, it's a piece I wrote about the Star Wars character, the tertiary Star Wars character, Admiral Piet. Uh, and I feel like it's a good thing to plug on this podcast. Just Google The Ballad of Admiral Piet because um, it's uh, tertiary. Like what seems you're really doing generous. Yeah. Sure. Well, I don't know what's below tertiary. <laughs> Quadri quad quadriere. <laughs> yeah. uh but like like in that it's like let's like let's peek at this maybe not crucial character like let's let's delve into it anyway and um, anyway so that's yeah that's my a great representative of my work at the Atlantic.
0: I like it. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna check that out. I haven't read it yet myself, but I love that conceptually. Right. I love a quad uh, uh character. Correct. Me
1: too. That's my favorite kind.
0: Yeah. Well, David, thank you so much for joining. Audience, as always, thank you for listening. And as always,